Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Thursday to the low 40s, and then we bounce right back, low and middle 50s for Friday and Saturday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 26 in Laurel right now, 28 at Farragut Square, 31 in Roslyn. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Coming up. How do neighbors feel about a possible move of the cats and wizards to the area? I'm Luke Luker. A hearing in Congress today over the decision to move the FBI's headquarters to Greenbelt. Ukraine's president heads to Capitol Hill today looking for more money from Congress for its war with Russia. A local university may soon go ahead with its auction of a dress worn in Wizard of Oz. I'm Neil Augenstein. A possible breakthrough through for those with sickle cell disease. We'll talk to Dr. John LaPook. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. We begin in Cambridge, Massachusetts, where another Ivy League college president faces the possibility of dismissal today over congressional testimony deemed anti-Semitic by some major donors. Correspondent Nicole Killian. Amid calls for her removal, supporters of Harvard President Claudine Gay rallied to her defense, from alumni to staff. More than 700 faculty members signed a letter urging Harvard's governing boards to resist political pressures that are at odds with Harvard commitment to academic freedom. History professor Allison Frank Johnson co-authored the letter. Those 700 plus signatories all agreed on the fundamental importance of the university from political interference. Penn President Liz McGill resigned over the weekend. The U.N. General Assembly is expected to vote on a ceasefire resolution today as the humanitarian crisis in Gaza escalates. Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant. Israel will take any measures in order to destroy Hamas, but we have no intention to stay, to stay permanently in Gaza Strip. New video shows overnight airstrikes killed at least 22 people in Rafah along the border with Egypt. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky will be in Washington, D.C. today to try to convince lawmakers to pass a stalled aid package that includes new money and equipment for the war with Russia. Former U.S. Ambassador Stephen Pfeiffer. One thing that the Ukrainians need a lot of right now are more artillery shells. This has been a war waged by ground forces using much heavier levels of artillery than I think was anticipated. And they also need more in the line of air defense. Texas Republican-led Supreme Court has rejected an appeal by a pregnant woman to get an abortion. Despite doctors' determination, her fetus has a fatal condition. Kate Cox had already left Texas to get the procedure. Her attorney, Molly Duane. Pregnant people who need abortion care for reasons that are wholly their own and no one else's business should be able to access that care in their home communities. The Supreme Court says it'll act quickly on a request by special counsel Jack Smith and decide whether to consider Donald Trump being prosecuted on charges of plotting to overturn the 2020 election results. Legal analyst Jessica Levinson. He's going straight to the Supreme Court and he said throughout his request, I need a ruling from you now. Smith wants to make sure his case begins as scheduled in March. Another surprise for London subway riders. Alicia Keys serenaded commuters at St. Pancras Station. Rod Stewart made an appearance there earlier this month. S&P futures down one. This is CBS News. 
Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on Tuesday, December 12th. We are in the upper 20s in much of the area. Freezing start going up to near 50. Good morning. I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Our top local story, as you make your way out this morning, be on the lookout for possible black ice. With temperatures below freezing, as John mentioned, any leftover snow or water that did not evaporate could have frozen overnight, making the roads and sidewalks slippery today. Be alert, especially on bridges, ramps and overpasses. We'll have much more coming up in traffic and weather on the 8s. In other news, a plan that could see both the Wizards and Capitals move to Alexandria just won approval from a Virginia Advisory Committee. While there is still more red tape before anything can be decided, people who live in the neighborhood where the arena could be built are reacting. I don't know. I just, I'm concerned. A little concerned. Dominic, who lives here in Potomac Yard, wonders where they would even fit a massive arena and additional music venues and hotels. I think my biggest concern would be the traffic that it might cause in the area. Some say it could bring more money to the area and seem to be okay with the plan. If you keep that maintenance going up in the areas clean, clean development. Monumental Sports, which owns both teams, still needs approval from the Virginia General Assembly and the city of Alexandria. I definitely would go to a Caps game. I'm not a big basketball fan, but yeah, hockey, definitely. At the Potomac Yard Metro Station, Luke Luger, WTOP News. The decision to move the FBI headquarters to Maryland will go before Congress today. Members of the General Services Administration and the FBI will speak to members of a House committee this morning. It comes amid heavy criticism for the selection of Greenbelt as the site of the Bureau's new HQ. Among those testifying, the former GSA official who made the decision to pick Greenbelt, she has since been accused of having a conflict of interest. Virginia leaders are asking the federal government to put the FBI relocation on pause. Prince George's County school leaders are apologizing to parents and caregivers for the late notice given for yesterday's two-hour weather delay. A letter went out to the school community saying, sorry for any inconvenience or disruption this may have caused to your morning routine. The delay wasn't approved until 5.50 a.m. and notices didn't start going out until 6 a.m. The school system says it promises to do a better job in the future of keeping the school community informed of weather-related delays and closings. Nationals Park is once again transforming into a winter wonderland for Enchant Christmas. This event is full of original light sculptures that are larger than life. The tree in the center of the maze is 100 feet tall. You're walking around other sculptures that are 20, 25, 30 feet tall, and you're just transported in this space. And Nationals Park is just a beautiful canvas for us to sort of dream and build around. Vice President of Marketing and Digital Michelle Leva welcomed plenty of new visitors, as well as returning guests like Eric of Virginia, who wore a Christmas tree hat near a light-up dance floor. This is our second time, first time with these little guys. I like definitely this dance floor. My child played on this for at least an hour, and it was wonderful. And six-year-old Roman of Maryland watched magical snowflakes fall. What was your favorite thing down in Enchant Christmas? Watch video on WTOP.com. Jason Farley, WTOP News. You have to see the wizards, the wonderful There's been a contentious court battle over a dress worn in a beloved movie classic. Catholic University planned to auction it off. Now a federal judge has thrown out a lawsuit over who owns a dress worn by Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. 
In May 2022, the day before Catholic University's auction of a blue and white Dorothy dress, a federal judge ordered it stopped. Catholic said in 1973 the dress had been given to Father Gilbert Hartke, who was head of the drama department, but the dress was misplaced. Last year, it was found in an old shoebox and was set to be auctioned off. That was stopped when a niece of Hartke said the dress belonged to her family. Now the judge has thrown out her lawsuit, saying Barbara Hartke failed to establish that she has right to claim ownership, but he's given her 10 days to say why the auction shouldn't go on. The lawyer for Barbara Hartke tells WTLP his client will challenge the ruling and that she hasn't yet been approved as an estate representative because of a backlog in D.C. probate court. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. Flying over the holidays? It's the worst holiday for this. I'm Jeff Glabaugh. 708. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita Kessler's in the traffic center, and we have more now on those potentially icy conditions this morning. Yes, yes, yes. That is the main problem for the morning, are icy conditions that you may not even realize are icy, except for the fact that once you drive on it, you're going to start sliding around the roadway. So you really do need to use caution in the area. Uh, they already have 355 closed between Shady Grove Road and Ridgemont Avenue as they try to treat the roadway. Expect to be under police direction. Uh, we had the crash on northbound 301 in Upper Marlboro before South Osborne Road on the right side. 301 at McKendree and Cedarville was the scene of a wreck. Definitely seeing delays in the northbound direction, while northbound 202 on the ramp to the outer loop was a report of a wreck. Now, we had the earlier problem affecting MacArthur Boulevard in the area of Maryland Avenue. There was some downed wires in the roadway. Watch in case there's still utility work going on there. In the district, northbound I-295 after Oxen Cove, the left lane was crowded with the crash. Delays are coming off the Beltway. That Beltway delay begins on the interloop before St. Barnabas Road. We also have a delay passing the Suitland Parkway. Uh, and then southbound DC-295 is slow from the BW Parkway headed past East Capitol Street. Inbound Suitland Parkway slows before Branch Avenue to the light at Stanton Road. If you're on the Beltway, the delays are in Virginia, uh, passing 236 in Annandale. Then you're going to find it slow coming off of 66 and off of the toll road to a point past the toll road where the earlier wreck was moved over to the left shoulder. Your travel lane should be open. The team at the 495 Express Lanes wants you to know to save time, you can hop on the Express Lanes now. Now, in Virginia as well, northbound Route 1 in Lorton after 95. The crash was cleared. The lanes are open. Uh, but callers are still reporting that stretch of the roadway is still incredibly icy, so Route 1 is definitely a spot that you're going to have to watch out for. Northbound 95 slows in Stafford from Dale City into Woodbridge and through Lorton and Newington, then in Springfield on to 395, off and on making your way toward Duke Street. Eastbound 66 slows passing 234 business, and then again after the Fairfax County Parkway toward 123. Whitman Walker's new Max Robinson Center is just steps away from the Congress Heights Metro, offering dental services, primary care, mental health care, and more. Become a patient at Whitman-Walker.org. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast now from 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. A frosty start to the morning, but through the afternoon, we'll see temperatures back into the mid and upper 40s. Now, it will be a little bit better feeling than yesterday because we're not going to have as much wind. We should have a decent amount of sunshine. Overnight, another cold night with temperatures back in the 30s. Tomorrow, equally pleasant, partly mostly sunny. A little bit of a light breeze, highs near 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 
26 degrees in Tyson's and 26 in Potomac. It's 33 at L'Enfant Plaza. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. We have money news at 10 and 40 past the hour here on WTOP. Another sign of sagging demand for certain electric vehicles. Ford will cut planned production of its electric F-150 Lightning pickup roughly in half next year, citing changing market demand. That according to a planning memo obtained by Automotive News. It marks a major reversal after the automaker significantly increased plant capacity for the electric truck this year. At the same time, output of Ford gasoline-powered pickups is expected to be essentially unchanged. If you're flying over the Christmas or New Year's holiday, WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says there's a greater chance your flight will be late. Winter holiday travel historically has the worst on-time track record. From 2014 to last year, an average 71% of domestic flights arrived on time, worse than any other holiday travel period. Last year was particularly bad. Just 60% of flights arrived on time. Over the 2022-23 winter holiday travel period, 8.2% of domestic flights were canceled. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Try new recipes at Whole Foods Market. Save 25% on 365 by Whole Foods Market baking essentials with Prime through December 12. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. And coming up, we will talk with CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook about a possible breakthrough for those suffering from sickle cell disease. 712. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Herb Kelsey, the Project Fort Zero team leader at Dell Technologies, says agencies need a strategy that improves cybersecurity across all aspects of their infrastructure in parallel. The concern that I would have with people starting somewhere like identity management and not working on the other pillars of zero trust in parallel is that all they're doing is pushing the adversary to an area that they're not focused on right now. And so the conversations that I have with agencies, whether it's in the U.S. or around the world, is you really need to look at building across all of those pillars in order to be successful. Let Dell Technologies, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. Hi, I'm Dr. Ainsley McLean, a radiologist at Kaiser Permanente. As physicians, we know diagnosing cancer early helps our patients live longer, fuller lives. We also know waiting for test results is stressful. That's why we make getting mammograms and your results quick and convenient. At Kaiser Permanente, most patients receive mammogram results in less than 30 minutes. And with more than 30 medical centers across the region, we are national leaders in breast cancer screening and breast cancer survival. Learn more at kp.org slash doctor. It's hard to holiday shop for my family because everyone is so different. Becky's a botanist, Kurt's a cook, Ricky's a reptile wrangler, Lee's a lifeguard, Tori's a teacher, and Ian is an insurance. Luckily, I can never go wrong with gifting games from the Virginia Lottery. Everyone gets scratchers and everyone is happy, even Cameron the Critic. I give scratchers every year because I know it's a gift that everyone will love. And I love playing the online instant games. Celebrate the season with the Virginia Lottery. Visit valottery.com slash holiday. Please gift responsibly. Coming up, the NFL delivers two Monday night games that go down to the wire. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter.
There is new hope for people with a life-threatening blood disorder as federal regulators have approved two gene treatments for sickle cell disease. Joining us to go deeper on this is CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook. Dr. LaPook, it sounds like revolutionary stuff. I saw your piece on this, but first off, explain sickle cell anemia for us. Yeah, well, first of all, good morning. Yes, sickle cell anemia um, is a terrible disease. Really, 100 million Americans have, have it and millions more around the world, places like sub-Saharan Africa. What's going on there is that there is a problem with hemoglobin, which is a protein that carries oxygen. You breathe in air, the oxygen gets delivered around to every place in the body by hemoglobin. And in it, believe it or not, one letter, one letter, a T that should have been an A, is misspelled among the billions of letters in the genetic code. And it leads to these uh, cells literally sickling. So they get, instead of coming shaped kind of like donuts and flowing through the bloodstream easily, they're, they're shaped like sickles. Sickle. They get stuck. There they're, they're are traffic jams. Um, and you get all sorts of terrible problems in the areas where there's not enough oxygen. And I remember Janelle Subak, Janelle uh, Stevenson, who was one of the uh, patients that we followed years ago with the 60 Minutes, Please, uh, she talked about having bone-crushing pain. I mean, it's pain that they've had since they were babies. They can first remember it. They're in and out of the hospital, and, they, and their lifespans are, are cut off. They may live in, into the 40s. Well, in the past, there was just this matched donor. Uh, you, you, you could do bone marrow transfusions from a, from a matched donor. They could be successful, uh, but tough to find a donor, okay? Um, not an easy treatment, uh, but still tough to find a donor. Now there are two treatments that, as of December 8th, were approved that are gene-based. Um, one was uh, developed by the Boston-based Vertex Pharmaceuticals and CRISPR Therapeutics. And then there was another one. This is the one that I had actually witnessed with the 60-minute piece years ago um, called uh, Lifgenia, and that's from Bluebird Bio Incorporated. And that's the one that uses gene editing therapy to actually uh, increase the amount of a protective protein uh, in the blood. It's, I know it's fancy stuff. It's hard to hear and understand very quickly on the radio in a couple of minutes. But basically, they're fiddling with the genetic code. They're fixing genes, and they're taking out the person's own stem cells, take, playing with them in the lab, fixing them up genetically, putting them back into the person, and their symptoms go away. It's a small number of people, but it is remarkable to see the effect. And can't this method be applied to other diseases? Oh, sure. There, you know, This is just the tip of the iceberg, the beginning of, of a revolution of treating people with these genetic codes. There's a lot of them that just have just one or two or a couple of misspelled letters. And again, I said there are billions of these letters in the genetic code. Um, there, are, there are obstacles. You're changing the genetic code. You better be right. You can't, it's hard to unchange it. Uh, there could be what's called off-target effects where y you change something that you didn't think you were going to change. So we still have to follow these people uh, further and longer. Um, but for them, you, when you actually sit across from them and see a, a huge smile on their face um, where there used to be uh, tears, uh, it's quite remarkable. Really is. Well, we're almost out of time, but you have a clinical pearl of the week for us. What is it? Yeah, this is right out of my own practice. You know, I'm a gastroenterologist. Um, if you're taking a GLP-1 agonist like Ozempic or Munjaro, and you're about to have a gastrointestinal procedure, it involves usually some sort of clean-out, right, for an upper endoscopy where you look in the stomach or a colonoscopy. You have to be sure to talk to your clinician about when you stop those medicines. And the reason is they can slow down the ability of the gastrointestinal tract to empty itself and can lead to problems 
during the procedure. For example, I've done a recent uh, upper endoscopy when somebody did not stop taking the medication. I looked into the stomach. It was full of food, so I really couldn't do the examination. I couldn't see adequately. So there's a little very specific from, from the trenches. Uh, if you're on one of these and you're going to have a gastrointestinal procedure, talk to your clinician. Yikes. <laughs> Get it done. That is C- No, no. Needed. Needed. Thank you for that advice. That is CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent, Dr. John LaPook. Traffic and weather on the 8th seems like ice is the story of the morning, Rita. It certainly is, John, and that's what you need to watch out for, especially on your secondary roadways uh, and also on your bridges, your ramps, and your overpasses as they have a tendency to freeze over first. Now, let's start out with the crash on northbound I-295 before Laboratory Road after Oxen Cove. It was along the left side. This delay begins on the interloop before St. Barnabas Road headed on to northbound I-295. Uh, then we're seeing a delay approaching and passing the Suitland Parkway headed on to the inbound 11th Street Bridge, southbound DC 295, slows off the BW Parkway all the way past East Capitol Street, and the inbound Suitland Parkway delays back to Silver Hill Road, headed to the light at Stanton Road, and then approaching Firth Sterling. If you're on the Beltway, the interloop after the toll road, the crash was moved out of the roadway to the left, but that delay is now out of Merrifield and off of 66, headed past the scene. We also have delays on the interloop through Annandale. Northbound 95 is slow, Dale City into Woodbridge, through Lorton, in Newington, and then in Springfield onto 390. Headed toward Duke Street and then from the Pentagon, headed across the 14th Street Bridge and the Case Bridge onto the southeast-southwest freeway. Northbound George Washington Parkway, very heavy, trying to make your way toward the scenic overlooks. Watch for any work there. You'll also find on 355 in Gaithersburg, between Shady Grove Road and Ridgemont Avenue, you're under police direction. They are treating the roadway due to the icy conditions. You've got the gifts wrapped and the travel plans made, but COVID-19 or flu could change everything. Protect your holiday plans with this year's COVID-19 and flu vaccines from the Virginia Department of Health. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Um, I almost got wet over the weekend uh, and I hadn't planned on it. Here's what happened. I went to a wedding and there came to the point in the service where they asked if anyone thinks this couple should not be married, speak uh, now. Oh, and I mean, I've never had that happen at a wedding I've attended. And everyone kind of looked at each other real quick. And then the wedding party, the 10 members of the wedding party, all pulled out squirt guns and pointed them at us so that oh. no one would say anything. <laughs> I thought that was great. Oh, my goodness. You've got fun friends. Yeah, really? <laughs> we need to hang out with you a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what. There's nothing precipitating from the sky today, but we had to talk about that ice that Rita's been talking about because of overnight leftover puddles. I mean, there's nothing new that fell. There's no new precipitation, nothing coming from the sky. It's just anything that was left over yesterday and melted a little bit or left over a little puddle of water here or there, that could be slick this morning because we are below freezing. In fact... Throughout the morning, D.C. has been above freezing. Now D.C. just dropped to 31. So pretty much we're all below freezing at this hour. The sun is just coming up, and it'll start to warm things up. It will improve, but right now we are all below freezing at this hour, and we'll have to wait a little bit longer. But, yeah, with the sun coming up, it'll start some more of that melting. It's just little leftover puddles and low-lying areas, anything that melted yesterday and then maybe accumulated. It, it just could be slick, so just be cautious. Mid-upper 40s this afternoon, we are headed into a milder direction. We'll take that. Temperature is close to average, much lighter breezes and all 
in all, pretty comfortable feel. Back in the 30s again tonight. Hopefully most will be dry because obviously there could be a patch of ice again tomorrow morning if there are leftover moisture, but most of that should be gone. And then as we head into Thursday, a touch cooler, lower 40s, but still plenty of sunshine. We're looking at partly mostly sunny skies day in and day out. By Friday and Saturday, we're going back to sunshine in low and middle 50s, so it does look like we warm up just in time for the upcoming weekend. Not a bad little timing uh, as far as heading into the weekend with dry and comfortable weather. Next weather maker, not until late Sunday night. As I mentioned, 31 downtown. That is the quote-unquote warm spot. It is 26 degrees currently in Leesburg. Right now, Hagerstown checking in at 28. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. 723. Here's an unexpected holiday surprise for all those last-minute shoppers out there. And, guys, you know exactly who you are. This is Dave Preston, and trust me, they don't want a board game no matter how awesome risk might be. Listen up. Now through December 17th, all of Diamonds Direct's Diamond Classics are 25% off. That's all diamond earrings, all diamond bracelets, all diamond pendants, and incredible 25% off. These are the perfect Christmas gifts that she can wear year-round. And this is the best offer ever. Special financing, too. Let me say it again. An extra 25% off Diamonds Direct's already insane low price on the Diamond Classic jewelry that she will love. Diamonds Direct is pulling out all the stops this season so you can be a hero. Get the perfect gift at the best value price all year. 25% savings on all diamond earrings, diamond bracelets, and diamond pendants. Now through the 17th only and only at Diamonds Direct. Get details, directions, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Dave Preston, the Wizards really just cannot rack up the wins this year. How about just rack up a win? <laughs> one win. win. We'll take one well, win. We got three, uh, three of them. Yeah, I know. None of the yeah, uh, Wizards get smoked by Philadelphia, 146 101. Sixers beginning the game with a 14 0 run. It got late early, and uh, Coach Wes Unsell Jr. We're all human. And, you know, you, you can be frustrated that's fine but you know how do you respond to that that's the question in my opinion um and we didn't respond well enough kyle kuzmanet's 21 points in defeat wizards are now three and 19 on the season nfl's monday night football delivered a pair of games both close ones tennessee tops miami 28 27 derrick henry runs for a pair of touchdowns new york giants beat green bay 24 22 on a late field goal tommy devito has now won three straight games still doesn't have to make his bed in the morning that's Good for just him. <laughs> really? You're, you, you, you're happy I'm for I'm not a him? big bed maker. Oh, commanders come back from their bye week, still in contention from the playoffs somehow. Coach Ron Rivera. I think, uh, you know, for the coaches, it was it was refreshing. You know, we got a chance to go back, reevaluate, look at some of the things. And 
Those are the things that, you know, we, we, we did well and some of the things that we need to get better at. The bye week, also kind of refreshing for the fans. Just going to yeah. throw that out there. It wasn't, this hasn't been a good fall. <laughs> Men's college.